0: I was recently having a conversation with one of my dear colleagues, Barb Patterson. Uh, She does the exact same work I do, but more in the sphere of business, Um, kind of. It's like that's how she starts conversations with people. And then she ends up here, just like I do with you guys. Uh, But anyway, she's fantastic and wonderful. And I love her dearly. And uh, she said something to me recently that has literally changed my life. Uh, and I really wanted to share it with you guys, and it's just kind of been this ever unfolding insight for me, where I see a little bit more about it, and more about it, and more about it as I stay open and curious about about what I'm seeing. Um, but anyway, I wanna I wanna get the kind of simplicity of what we were talking about across here. So, what I was sharing with Barb is the fact that I will get all of, I get all of these ideas for things, right? I will get all of these ideas um, about what I could do for my business, right? And they're exciting. They're ideas that occur to me out of nowhere, you know, in the shower, on a drive, on a walk. So ideas will come to me and then the more that I kind of percolate on them, I'll start to feel insecure, right? I'll start to feel a little nervous. Maybe I'll have a little bit of judgment or, you know, about, you know, if, you know, if I'm capable, that kind of stuff. And then I also shared with her how I had recently had this experience where I was talking to a former a colleague of mine when I was in the dance industry uh, in the agency world. And he and I will talk about opportunities all the time. And he is a really great idea man for me, also about what I could be doing with my work. And what had happened just days before talking to Barb is I had gone into his office and we were having a conversation, and he got an idea for something I could do. And he immediately went onto his computer and put the note into his calendar that he wanted to speak to somebody else about this possible idea that he had about, you know, connecting me with this other person. Anyway, what was exciting was that he just immediately jumped in and was so excited by his own idea that he just was moving on it. Okay, yeah, let me just make sure that I put a note in my calendar for next week that I'll reach out to that person and talk to them, right? I was so excited, but then (laughs) almost immediately I experienced the pure nervousness that I also can feel with my own ideas. All of a sudden I got that like shot of fear inside and then my mind started to go just like what will happen with my own ideas, right? I started to think, oh, how would I do that? What would that look like? Um, I'm only one person could i could I manage that many people? You know, just uh what else comes up to what was coming up for me? Um, you know, what would that, ugh, anyway, doesn't matter. You guys get the feeling, right? When you just you get a shot of fear inside, and then your mind just goes on and on with story as to why you have that feeling. Have you experienced that before? I'm going to venture and say yes. (laughs) But anyhow, I'll keep going as if yes is your answer. (laughs) So, yeah, my mind, I just had this habit. Anytime I felt that shot of fear, man, my mind would go with story as to why. Now, here's the downfall of that. I have gotten pretty good at, you know, I'm, 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 I'll just say it straight. I'm very proud of the things I have done, right? Despite a lot of feelings of fear and insecurity, you know, especially because I've, I've got my own grounding around the fact that I know that I am okay, despite whatever feelings and thinking are present, right? That has been very helpful for me. So I have been able to move through those feelings and be able to say yes to some really, really cool and great opportunities. And of course, you know, as I've said to you before, we always rise to the occasion. And so I, as soon as the experience, the event, the opportunity is over, I am always thrilled with how it went, thrilled with myself, just heart wide open, so happy about life, grateful, all of that good stuff, right? But what can also happen is oftentimes I was finding, especially right now, because I'm in a kind of a big shift as far as my business model, how I'm working with people, wanting to have more things going on in the, you know, kind of the public sector, wanting to be out in the world a bit more with my work. Um, so anyhow, since there's a lot of transition and change happening, I had noticed that when I get all my ideas going and I, you know, or I have somebody else say a really great idea and I have all of that fear move through me, what was starting to happen is I was stopping myself from moving forward. I was letting that feeling that was coming from all of the insecure and fearful thinking, I was letting that feeling stop me really innocently so i was taking that feeling as kind of a alert that maybe i wasn't ready for the idea that i had or for the opportunity that was being handed to me right it's so it's just so interesting i'm sorry i'm i'm processing it right now as we're as i'm talking it out with you <laughs> it's so interesting because, you know, now that I kind of look back on myself, for whatever reason, there were some that would terrify me and I would just say yes, because I am realizing right now it's because when the stakes were really high and I was being offered an opportunity that looked like it would be a really terrible idea to turn it down, no matter my feelings, I was willing to move forward on it but any ideas that were coming to me that were kind of more from the ground up, right? Not NBC Telemundo calling me and saying, "Hey, can you come do a, co- you know, conversation on confidence?" Of course I said yes and didn't even think twice. But anything that I think of or, you know, like my dear, you know, friend who had he had his ideas and, you know, "Oh, what about this? What about this?" You know, it's like when it's at kind of that Baby chick stage, right? Where it's a newborn idea, right? Those are the ones where I would just squash them because of my fear. And it's just so interesting how we can do this to ourselves because there are parts of my life where I, I don't even have to think twice and I don't have that feeling. But there are other parts like this that I'm telling you about where. I have my hesitation, I have a hard time moving on it, take my thinking and my feeling a little more seriously, right? So, okay, I'm sharing all of this with Barb, right? My current dear colleague who I was talking to about this feeling because I was tired of it, not tired of having the feeling. Cause I'm fully aware I'm a human being and I'm going to have those feelings forevermore. We all are, that's life but I was kind of tired of me constantly taking the bait of all of that thinking and feeling and having it stop me because I could see what was happening, you know? And my awareness, you know, oftentimes when we become aware of our behavior or aware of our thinking or our feeling and how it, you know, how it's affecting us, our awareness oftentimes is enough. So when that kind of, thing comes back around, we see it, and we go, oh, this is where I typically hold back and have a harder time. So let me try to be more open and see what happens if I do it differently. Right? That's possible to us all the time. And that happens all the time for me, where awareness is enough. But for whatever reason, this one was just kind of locked in there. It was, uh, you know, I I had innocently started pinning it on as I was sharing with Barb. I said, maybe it's because I've been inside for two years with the pandemic. Is it because I've been a little bit more isolated with my thoughts that I'm, you know, even though I can see what I'm doing to myself, maybe it's feeling a little more risky to step out of my comfort zone. Maybe that's what's going on. All of that is potentially part of The bag of tricks, right? Absolutely. But Barb came back with something that was so simple and so beautiful, and it had nothing to do with trying to figure something out. She said, Okay, Jess. So, what we know to be true is that the nature of our feeling and our thinking is constantly in motion, right? I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they're always in flow, right? It's part of the nature of life, part of the energy moving through us, right? It's the same stuff that keeps our heart beating without us having to think. Heartbeat, heartbeat all day long, right? It's the same thing. That energy moves through and keeps all of our organs moving, you know, without us having to be involved, right? The same thing is happening with our minds and with our feelings, where we've got thinking and and feeling that's coming from that thinking, constantly moving in and out without us really being involved, right? Whatever thought is present in the moment, there's always more thought right behind it. Whatever feeling is present in the moment, there's always more feeling right behind it. And what we know to be true is our feeling is coming from our thinking 100% of the time. It's a reaction, right? Whatever I'm assessing in my mind, right? Whatever I'm starting to go, oh, that'd be a really fun opportunity. And then my mind starts to spiral with what it means, what the opportunity would look like, all of that kind of good stuff that's when I had all of that fearful and insecure feeling come up, right? Because it's reacting. It's a reaction from all of that thinking going on in my brain. So she said, you know, when you kind of look at it that way, right? It's, you know, our feeling and our thinking, It's and this energy moving through us, it's not rooted in anything, right? There's no beginning and end. It's just constantly in motion. So, can the feeling that you get in, right, whatever the reaction is that's happening in your body, can that be the end of the story? Whoa. I immediately felt quiet because what I had always done so innocently, (laughs) what I had always done was have a feeling and then assess why I'm having that feeling and create a whole other story about it. And instead, what she offered up was, can the feeling be the end of the story? This has changed my life, why? Because when it comes to my business, now what's interesting, before I go there, what's interesting, Socially, I am very comfortable. I have just, that's been something that has been very natural for me my entire life, ever since I was a tiny person when I first started talking, right? So I can have an uncomfortable feeling in a social environment, right? And... It's interesting because I'm thinking about last week's episode <laughs> when I was in a deep, uncomfortable feeling, and I took it seriously, <laughs> and I had to really work my way through that one to then be able to feel better. But let's say more typical social circumstances, right? Gatherings when I, you know, while I'm home and being with friends, or you know, meeting colleagues, going out to lunch or dinner with somebody all in that kind of typical day-to-day social stuff I am very comfortable. So if I have any uncomfortable feelings, I don't um, it's just kind of not in my I don't have a drive to analyze that feeling right I might notice it, but then I I don't do anything with it, right I don't go, oh geez, is it because, You know, they're saying weird things or this or that. I just don't, for whatever reason, it's just not part of my conditioning. I don't get bothered by it. I really get over uncomfortable feelings in those kinds of circumstances quite easily. Now, when it comes to my business, totally different story, right? So another uh, kind of place that I realized that I would do this do this, like take the uncomfortable feeling inside of me seriously and then it would stop me is uh, feelings of urgency inside. I'd get this kind of inner pressure feeling in my chest. And uh, again, urgency is the perfect word, just kind of like sped up feeling inside and just ooh, uncomfortable, just urgent. And I would take the bait of that all the time And the story I would add to it is you should be doing more. You're not doing enough over there. What are you going to do about that? What are you going to do about this? You know, how are you ever going to get there? I mean, just my mind would run the gamut, right? And the thing is, is that when my behavior came from that place, right? Because like, as I mentioned last week, we are always driven to stabilize. So when we're in an uncomfortable feeling, we tend to really kind of get into action because we desperately want to fix it. We want to get out of that feeling, right? And it's really innocent, right? Because we don't really take into account that we will stabilize naturally. We don't have to do anything to stabilize. We always stabilize. We just don't ever have eyes for it, right? So anyhow, when I would get into these urgent this urgent feeling when it came to my business, I would then, oh man, I would then get on social media and I'd look at different accounts of who's doing it better and how could I be, you know, how could I be doing my social media like they're doing so I'm more successful. And I just would do all of this behavior that felt like it was me kind of doing something with that feeling of urgency, but it was always empty. It didn't have a good creative energy behind it. It was just from that more empty place of like, oh, I just need to fix this feeling, right? And nothing good came of it. It was never productive, which was so ironic because the whole, you know, in my mind, that feeling of urgency was because I was lacking productivity and I needed to jump to it. But when I would jump to it (laughs) from that feeling, I was never productive in a positive way. Never, ever. So when Barb had given me that profound insight into can the feeling be the end of the story about my nervousness and my fear stuff, that occurred to me when I was in a feeling of urgency a few days later, whatever it was. That feeling of urgency came up and I was like, oh, let that be the end of the story. And do you know what happened next? It is amazing. Because I basically took myself off the hook of having to be the fixer of my feeling by just saying, oh, I'm going to let that be the end of the story. Nothing good comes from there, Jess. That feeling moved on. And what was incredible is that then what came right behind it was this beautiful information around what to do next with great energy. You know how I said when I would uh, get into action from that urgent feeling, it would feel empty and it wouldn't be very productive and it really didn't feel helpful? Man, On the flip side, me deciding, let this feeling be the end of the story. Oh my goodness, the inner freedom that was created, it was like this big old invitation to new and fresh energy and creative ideas about what to do next. Unbelievable. And it and again, it hasn't stopped. I used to have a really kind of toxic relationship with social media. I really had a deep desire to want to be consistent on there and to enjoy it and to be creative, you know. But man, I would get so caught up in if I had much, very much engagement on a post and you know, and that feeling of feeling uncomfortable and kind of embarrassed because it didn't seem like anybody was really paying attention to my post. And oh, what if other people see that and then they're gonna think something about me? Story, 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 story. Now, if I post something on social media. And it doesn't quote-unquote do well engagement-wise. I have absolutely still had those feelings of uncomfortable, you know, that, the uncomfortable feelings inside. Even those kind of feelings of, oh, that's kind of embarrassing. I do really wish that it was different. And, jeez. I actually have to take that back. I don't even get into it. It felt embarrassing. No, I just have those uncomfortable feelings and I'm letting that be the end of the story. And what's unbelievable is, especially with social media, when I would take the bait of my feelings and all of my uncomfort and all of the thinking that would come with it, right? When I would take the bait Man alive. It would get me into such like, that's what I'm saying, toxic relationship with my freaking social media. It's like it was a gnarly boyfriend. I'd say, screw you. I don't need you. (laughs) And I wouldn't post for three weeks. But underneath, there was this undercurrent, this deep desire to really want to. Because I really do enjoy the connection. I love being on the receiving end of really fun people that I follow. It's truly enjoyable for me. So I wanted to be a part of it. So then I would jump back in and I would make a post and I would cross my fingers and hope to God it would do well with engagement, right? And now that cycle has been broken because I'll post something. And if it doesn't, again, like I said, the engagement isn't super high or isn't what I would deem as great, that uncomfortable feeling comes and I go, mm, let that be the end of the story. And the difference is just like I was telling you about the urgency. Now I don't feel like running away from it. And not st- you know, and not posting for three weeks. Now, after I when I'm like, nope, let that be the end of the story. I have been experiencing huge waves of creativity immediately after. Oh, but you know what else I could post? I've got that idea for that thing. And oh, I wanted to do that thing. Who am I? (laughs) I did not think this was actually ever going to be possible for me. It's so thrilling. So, take this in for yourself can the feeling that you experience can that be the end of the story and i'm telling you just like everything else that i talk about on this podcast it's experiential learning which means even if you could take a little nugget from what i what we talk about here right or if you have a little insight right oh if you have a little insight into your behavior or something whatever it is You know, take that into your life. Start to have eyes for it. Because the second that you see it and you experience it, right? Oh, there's all that feeling where I normally kind of take it and run. I ride that train, right? Let me not get on the train. Let that be the end of the story and see what happens. Good stuff. Sending love in all directions, and I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to What Moves You with Jesse. Let's stay connected. You can find more ideas and strategies on being human on my Instagram at What Moves You With Jesse. Sign up for my newsletter or learn more about working with me at WhatMovesYouWithJesse.com and please rate and review the show and let us know what you think and what resonated I read every single review they mean so much to me you can also call in on our hotline with your thoughts on what resonated there too it is always live at 818-646-JESS that's 818-646-JESS what moves you with Jesse is produced by Mike McGraw and Tinker City Music now, let's take a deep breath and give ourselves permission to live in this moment for what truly moves you.